Welcome to New Hope Underground, the only podcast that gives out oven mitts for absolutely no reason. Today's episode is entitled, Kidnapping Yourself, and Real Roller Skating is Back. And now, here are the guys, Darren and Drew Hansen. So, welcome to New Hope Underground, another fantastic episode that we haven't even started yet. Man, I think we don't even need to qualify it. I think the people know. I know. I just, it's more of a, uh, I guess it's more of a self-soothing thing for me. Sure, sure. Gives me confidence before we get started here, like, hey, this is going to be a great episode. How about, well, if it's just a confidence thing, then welcome back to the number one podcast on iTunes. (laughs) Which just flat out lie. (laughs) That'll give me tons of confidence. Just to stroke the ego a little bit. Exactly. Welcome back to the number one podcast in the world. Now, most of you obviously have heard us because we're the number one podcast in the world. Yeah, how could they But not? if you haven't heard us, really this is a podcast for New Hope Church in Effingham, Illinois. And uh, we talk church stuff sometimes. So We talk church. And this is a Sunday. We're recording on a Sunday afternoon. And uh, we just had we had church this morning. Drew we is did. on the worship team. Mm-hmm. So you, you're kind of like, today you're playing guitar. As I often Le- do. Lead right, lead guitar, mm-hmm. and you're a background dancer, pretty much. That's what I call you. Yeah, I feel like that should just be part of my staff title. Just worship, art, slash background dancer. Yeah, you know what? I've always believed that churches were a miss when they did not employ background dancers. Well, that's if there's one thing New Hope's gotten right, is me as the background dancer. I, I couldn't agree more. Because there's no one else on stage that's really doing that, so. Well, you know, I gotta, I, I gotta make make something happen, you know. Gotta, gotta dance it up. Well, they give me a big stage, you know. We we got all that room. I know. We don't use it enough. I'm gonna I'm gonna start sprinting back. I need to get a wireless setup for my guitar. That way, I can just roam around. I think we should also uh, tell people in the audience to come on up every once in a while. We got plenty of room up there. That's the price is right. On the stage, yeah. Like yeah, I mean, you could, you could, maybe you could have some other background dancers join you while we're while we're having you, worship. You could yell from the back and the mic, "Come on down!" You're the next background dancer on New, <laughs> New Hope, Hope Church, New, Hope, New Hope, Hope Sunday Church. morning church service. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Go and, and there's a place for you right here. We'll have some X's on the stage where you know they have an even six feet distance and all that stuff. Man, it'd be hilarious if that was like their first week at the church. <laughs> and they get Guess what? Out. You get to be a new background. <laughs> we just draw your name out of a hat. We say we're getting your background information just for you know, you know, just for like childcare. But actually, we pull your name out of a hat for background dancer. No, we we didn't say background information. We said background <laughs> dancer. So, Man, this yeah. is a great this is a great ministry right there. Like, it's a great welcome, ministry idea. Welcome to New Hope Church. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it is a great idea, and I think you started something, you know, that's going to catch on. Well, but I've heard lots of people say they they like the fact you're moving around back there. It's I like don't even notice some, it. Some life. I really don't even notice it. Really? I just, you're dancing? You don't notice you're dancing? No, someone told me I sway. Like, I, I do this little... You sway. I, yes, I don't want to do. call it, like, a hip thrusting, because that would be inappropriate, but, like... Yeah, not like Elvis. Almost. Almost like a gentle, like, sway. Like, I just kind of sway the guitar. I don't know why. 
Apparently, that's you what know, I do. It, it was interesting. It was interesting uh, Sunday morning. It's a good Sunday morning. Uh, actually, I, I preached this morning, and you did great job. Uh, well, I told a story, and uh, I have this habit of making up stories for fun to try to make a point. Mm-hmm. And so I made up a story that I told this morning, and somebody came up to me right afterwards and like, did that really happen? Because I mean, I guess, I guess it was feasible. I mean, I guess it could have happened. Mm-hmm. I told a story about a, a guy I saw in the city. He was carrying like this humongous sign. He was a huge guy, and we had some interactions. So like, so it, it's feasible. I guess that could have happened. But in, in, I try to, I try to say things to lead you to believe it. You know, it didn't really happen. Well, you know, it was just a, as it's a par- parable kind of story. I like to call them bold-faced lies. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks. I'll get an e- I'll get a couple emails now. No, it's. I think it's more like a parable. You know, it's 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 interesting because Jesus told stories sometimes, and you didn't know if it was real or not. I mean, because sometimes he told parables, sometimes he didn't say if it was a parable right away. Right. In fact, Luke chapter sixteen, the. Uh, uh, the rich man and Lazarus. A lot of people still argue to this day whether that's real, whether that's a real thing, really happened, or if it was a parable. We don't really know. So that's it's a good point. Yeah, I, th- I don't, mm. I don't think like every little detail of your sermon has to be like this presentation. Like it can be an art form. It's one of the oldest forms of art. Yeah, it was. It was a parable. You know, and thing is, if uh, if you stop and you say, "Hey, this really didn't happen," it takes away from the drama of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, so anyway, it was fun. I had fun with it. So, yeah, yeah. I, Welcome to New Hope, where uh, you get lied to and you could be a background dancer. Man, that is a good intro. <laughs> that's our catchphrase now. That's our that's our slogan. New Hope Church, home of lies and background dancing. Oh, <laughs> uh, hopefully not. It was it was a good Sunday morning. It was a good and, Sunday. Uh, good stuff. So anyway, hey, so we talk about the real news here on New Hope Underground. We always do. And this week was a story that I think a lot of people probably have heard about because it actually showed up in the New York Times. But uh, I, Uh-oh. I can't, I'm usually a little bit more obscure than this, uh, finding yeah, things. Yeah, that's a little not, mainstream. That's a little mainstream the news source. For very you. mainstream for me, but I just couldn't help it. I had to talk about this. Did you see where this guy out in Arizona, he lives out by Phoenix, uh, faked his own kidnapping in order to get out of work. Oh, man, that's brilliant. How did it happen? They found him. They have a picture of him. They found him in the desert, tied up with a belt. His hands were tied up with a belt behind him, behind his back. He had a purple uh, bandana shoved in his mouth, and he was laying in the desert, lying, lying out there in the desert. And he gave them the story. Police uh, responded, gave him the story that he was abducted, by his house uh, in town outside of Phoenix there and then taken out to the desert because his story went that his father or stepfather or somebody had uh, had buried all sorts of different treasure, uh, basically money, out in the desert, and he was kidnapped because they thought the uh, he knew the locations. Did This was to get out of work? Yeah, what came down to is they, they, he went through the whole story, told him where he was abduct, abducted and this and that, and they got on CCTV everywhere, and they could show that nothing ever really happened. And so he finally admitted, okay, I was just, li- I was just lying. That seems was, ridiculous. Like That, that yeah, seems like that would be way more work than actually just showing up and clocking in. I know. 
<laughs> he was a nineteen. He's a nineteen-year-old kid. Oh, say no more. And get and get this. He worked at a tire store. Oh man, dude, just put in your two weeks. I know he didn't want, or just go in there and say I'm done and walk out. I mean, yeah, be a man. You know, yeah. don't fake your own kidnapping. <laughs> Like, what is he, like, eventually you still have to go back to work. But I'm just thinking, how bad can it be at a tire store anyway? Uh, maybe that... I mean, what, what's the worst thing you do? Like, throw the tire out back in the on the pile of tires? I mean, what's the worst thing? You clean up the shop? I'm I'm not sure what you do. It's so terrible it's people. that you're just like, I'm, I can't go in one more day. And I'm going to have to do something drastic because... I don't want people thinking I'm just going to quit. So I think See, I'll fake my own kidnapping. Most people, like, if they're upset with their job, they fantasize about going in and telling their boss, you know, I'm done. You, you're the worst boss and blow up on them and then walk out. This, yeah, he didn't this even do guy that. Is just like, no, no, that's not enough. That's not enough. Well, here's what happens he gets arrested because, you know, you're wasting police resources mm-hmm. basically on all this whole thing. False, uh, false pretense, mm-hmm. and then he loses his job. They're like, "Well, he's not employed here anymore." <laughs> it worked. He's Tire a, store he's people are just like, "We're not sure what this is about." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it's I, I guess it worked, but it sh- sh- seems like there would have been a better alternative. I don't know. I I can't think. But of it got anything. it got me thinking. I drew this new story. Got me thinking about this, and that is, have let's say you had a job you just can't stand. Yeah, I've, I've never had that you, experience. <laughs> <laughs> what length would you, would you go to to not go into work one day? Like if you just did not want to go, what lengths what, have I gone to? And, and you what, can't what say you would. You can't say you would tell the truth, and you can't say I would call in sick. You've got to be. Let's be creative here. Okay. What length? You know, if if you could do whatever you wanted, and there'd be absolutely no co- consequence. Uh, other, you know. Hmm. Have you thought about this? A uh, little bit. A little bit. Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. I'd have to think about that one. I mean, faking your own kidnapping is pretty creative. I, I mean, know. That's... That's, that's genius. I think I, w- I think I would do something along the lines of uh, um, I got wind that um, the Declaration of Independence was being stolen. <laughs> and I had to do something about it. And I was the only one. Sure. Instantly into a Nicolas Cage plot. Yes. And I'm like, sorry, I, I had to go to Philadelphia. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I can't come in. That'd be the cool. You could do, an, you could do that National Treasure plot. You could do an Indiana Jones kind of plot. Uh-huh. Where I got to fly off to Peru real quick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because there's only I have a short window in which to find the certain tomb of Kahiki Haki. Kahiki Haki. Yeah. No, exactly. That's 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 probably what I'll use. You that don't mind if I Hawaiian. use that? Why is that? You don't mind if I use that idea? Kahiki. Oh, no, no, please do. Okay. It's all yours. Yeah. Um, just let, Looking for the crystal skulls. Just let just let the uh, just let the people at church know that I might be busy on Sunday. Can't come in. I got to, I got to take care of the declaration of independence. I always wanted to tell maybe well, I think one thing I might say is I uh, I joined the circus. Oh, okay. And what's really interesting about that, there really aren't any circuses around anymore. <laughs> no, they're like, who, what circus is hiring during COVID? Yeah, exactly. And uh, not only that, but you can't have those, you know, the animals in captivity and all this stuff is a big no-no nowadays. So yeah. I'm not sure there is a circus anymore, but... Sure there is. I'm going to, I joined one. 
Okay, how about you joined a circus from like the 1980s? Or joined a band of gypsies. Okay. You know, something like that, like just hit you out of nowhere, just like what what in the world? Uh, right. Uh, but it's something I always wanted to do, and I had to do it, and uh, it sure beats the tire shop. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I'd rather join the circus from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> so, listener, what would you do? You know, what, what would you do to get out of work? I mean, what? <laughs> how far would you really go? I mean, honestly, I don't think, I don't think I, I've never, I don't remember ever, ever lying or anything to try to get at work or anything like that. You don't? No, You're I don't. You're a better man than I. I like when I get. I'm not saying I didn't, I just can't remember it. <laughs> like, it's not, I don't think it's a big, huge deal, but one time I, I called in sick when I like had to convince myself I was sick. You know, like I was right. I woke right. up with like a sore throat. I'm like, oh, that's it. That's all I need. Yeah, I think I've done that where I just was not in the mood, and and I just made myself feel worse. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of dumb. But yeah, we do that. I think at times. Yeah, it happens. But uh, but I I think everyone has a down day with their job. That's all there is to it. But. Yeah. There's some jobs people just despise so much that they just will go to the nth degree. Um, just walk in and say, I need a day off or I got to quit. Or yeah. Especially especially when you're working a job that's not going to be a, you know, a permanent job for you. No need to. Anyway. No need to kidnap yourself. Hey, welcome to New Hope Underground's interview of a junior high student. That's what we do now. We interview junior high students because you just have no idea where that's going. And that's and we love that. So anyway, hey, today I got a special guest. It's Lauren Etheridge. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Now, did I say your last name right? Yes. I did? Yeah. Etheridge. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Etheridge. No. But it's spelled kind of Etheridge, right? Yeah, everybody spells it without the E. Like, right. Not in the beginning, but like... Well, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we... We uh we interviewed you once, but for some reason our sound just was really bad. Yeah. And so we couldn't use it, so we got you back. I'm glad to have you back. I'm glad so, to be here. Well, good. How old are you? I'm 12 years old. 12 years old. And what grade are you in? Sixth. Sixth grade. So are you ready for uh, junior high next year? I'm in junior high. Oh, that's right. Around here, it's sixth <laughs> through eighth grade, isn't it? Yeah. So I... See, when I went to junior high, it was like seventh and eighth grade was separate from six. Yeah. So, but you're you're technically a junior higher already. Yeah. So that's great. So, how do you like school? I like it. I like it a lot better than um, my last school. Okay. Well, now why is that? What's the difference? Well, I just feel like I have a lot more freedom. Okay. Like, and I can like, I don't know. I just I like it more. As you get older, you get a little bit more freedom. Yeah. Awesome. You get to pick your classes. No. 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 So in high school, I think you get to pick some of your classes, right? Yeah. So it even gets better then. So there you go. So uh, tell me, tell us a little bit about your family. Um, I my parents are Beth and Landon. I have one brother named Carson. And we got we had a chance to interview Carson. Yeah. So, of course, I think he said one of his hobbies was beating up on you. <laughs> is that is that right or? It's more my dad than me, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Carson likes to mess with your dad. Is that what you're saying? Well, he likes to mess with me too, but 
Carson just messes with everybody. Is what yeah. we're trying to say. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Now tell me uh, something. Uh, how old did you say you were again? Twelve. Awesome. Got a boyfriend or married no. or anything? Not no. married. Okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, no boyfriend. No. Okay. So do you want a boyfriend someday or no? No, not, not right now. You're just mm-hmm. done with you. Just, no guys ever. Not right now. Are you yeah. ever getting married? Like ever? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? Maybe someday. Maybe. Do you ever like think about that? Like, okay, I might be like 25 or 30 years old or something. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. How old do you think you'll be? I have no idea. When you get married, you don't have you don't have any no. idea. So you're not looking for a guy or anything like that. You're just like, hey, I don't need, I don't have time for this. No. <laughs> I got you. What what are the boys like at junior high anyway? Some of them are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are stupid. All yeah. Right. Um. Are there any good guys? Well, there's some. There's some. Yeah. Okay. Do you do you talk to guys ever? I'm just curious. Um, I do, but not in like a. Yeah, just nice friends. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. No, I think that's fine. But so, so the there aren't. When you say they're stupid, what does that mean? I mean, help help me understand. Well, like a junior high boy, why why are they stupid? <laughs> some of them are just like. I don't know, because I haven't really gotten to know them, but okay. like from what I've heard, they're not the from what best you've people. <laughs> okay, I got you. So just a, it's kind of just kind of a general reputation of junior high boys here in Effingham. They're stupid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll be glad to hear that. No, that's hilarious. So, what do you like to do? You have some hobbies. Um, I like to roller skate. And hang out with my friends. And I like to play volleyball and softball. Awesome. Are you on teams and all that stuff? Um, I do the park district volleyball or softball, but... Is there a really. roller skating team? No. No, that's too bad. So when you say <laughs> roller skating, what do you mean? Like roller blade uh, or no. roller skates? Like skates. Actual skates? Yeah. Are those I coming can't... back now? <laughs> I don't know. That's awesome. I got some for my birthday. Sweet. Yeah. My birthday was actually last Saturday. Now, they're the ones... Well, happy birthday. Thank you. So, are they the ones that have, like, uh, big wheels, like four wheels? They have four wheels. I can't do roller... I can't do roller blades at all. Yeah, I, the blades, they kill your ankles. Yeah, I, I did it at one of my friend's house, and she has these poles in her basement, and I had to hang on to the poles because I was about to fall. <laughs> Yeah, it's not easy to stay up on those things. Mm-mm. Roller skates a little easier. Yeah. Now, see, that's so weird because when I was a kid, roller skating was was big. Yeah. Not roller blading, but roller skating, and now it's kind of coming back. That's pretty yeah. cool to hear. Now, where do you skate at? Um. Well, like when it's not like snowy or rainy. Yeah, it's kind of snowy right now. <laughs> Just a little bit. Um. But I do it on our back patio, which isn't very big, but I still do it there. And then, um, like, the past three years not this year but we've gone to the roller skating rink in mattoon oh yeah yeah the silver star yeah yeah that's a pretty nice little place yeah well that's great that's fantastic so you like volleyball you like softball yeah which one do you like best um well right now i like volleyball because um i've been asking for a volley light for a very long time and i got one for my birthday excuse me a what volley light it's like a it's like it's just a volleyball but it's like softer oh okay so you don't destroy things in the house yeah that kind of thing 
because um I have two just normal volleyballs, but they're like really hard, and oh, so I, I needed one to just you bruise your hands up pretty well with yeah. those hard ones. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Good practice then. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. So, uh, what what are some of your uh, your favorite things about about uh, playing sports and stuff? Well, I just like the experience and like mm-hmm. like I've made like a lot of friends from playing sports, and I just I feel like it's like like I don't usually do it like in the winter. It's usually like a summer thing that I do it. I got you. Get outside a little bit. I like to like practice. Mm Mm-hmm. But like. Hang out with people. Yeah. So that's cool. Well, that's always, that's always fun. Shared experience. That's always good. Yeah. So what kind of, what's your favorite food? Um, I have a lot. (laughs) You have a lot of favorite foods? Yeah. Can you give me like a top one or two? Um, I like, like any kind of potato. Any kind of potato, okay. Yeah, and like... So whether it's hash browns or french fries or whatever. Yeah, and then like pasta. Yeah. Pizza. Yeah. Yeah. You like Italian food? I guess, yeah. I guess (laughs) pasta and pizza is right up there, so... Well, that's good. So what kind of french fries do you like? What are the best fries? Um, Like if you had to pick a fast food restaurant... Uh, they had served the best fries. I like the steak and shake fries because I feel they're like skinny and they have I don't know I just like them. <laughs> you like skinny fries, like yeah. the shoestring potatoes. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> well, hey, steak and shake can't beat that. That's pretty good. Yeah, fantastic. So, if uh, you could visit anywhere in the world, where would you go? Um, well, I've always wanted to go to like Brazil, but I've also wanted to go to Paris. So. Wow. Those two. Like Rio de Janeiro in Brazil? I've never heard of that. Never heard of Rio de Janeiro? <laughs> well, I want to go to like the um, Amazon rainforest. The Amazon River and the rainforest. Yeah, because I... Sweet. I like like animals and I like... like. Just stay away from the poisonous tree frogs, okay? I'll do Other that. Other than that, you're, you're good. Yeah. And that's a big difference though between that and Paris. Yeah. So, have you seen pictures then of both these places? You've um, never been. These are places you want to go. Well, Paris, I've seen like the Eiffel Tower and like I've kind of looked more into Paris than I have Brazil, but... I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So, someday you'll end up there, right? Maybe. That's good. I hope. Probably that day when you're like, you know, 45 and you're getting married <laughs> <laughs> in Paris. So, that's good. So, uh, how long have you been coming to New Hope? Well, I've been... I've been here my entire life. Your entire I, life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's amazing. I didn't know somebody lived in this building for their entire life. <laughs> <laughs> You've just been coming to church here with your family f- yeah. since you were born. That's really cool. So what's your favorite thing about New Hope and church and stuff and Sunday school? And Well, I like the, I like like going to Sunday school and like. Cool. Just learning about God and yeah, I, I just really like it. Now, tell me about your junior high leader, Bethany Barry. <laughs> tell me about her. I, she's awesome. I love her. <laughs> well, that's a safe thing to say because she's sitting right here. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to say that. <laughs> but it's true. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So what uh, do you have? 
a favorite what's your favorite thing about Jesus um or do you have like a favorite story maybe about Jesus that'd be cool I don't really know <laughs> don't know there's too many things that, to love about him that it's just hard to pick one what well, can you come up with a couple just give me a couple ideas like what's why, why is he so cool um well I just like how he created like everything mm, and, like, yeah yeah that's awesome he created everything and yet he still became a man and lived yeah. among us so that's pretty cool well, hey, I appreciate you uh, letting me interview you. Thanks for having me. Oh, you bet. And uh, we'll listen listen next week. Hopefully we'll have this up. Hey, everyone, our audience there in New Hope Underground Land, we always have a good time interviewing people. If you've got somebody that uh, you want us to interview or maybe you want to be interviewed, uh, hey, we'll do it. You know, that's what New Hope Underground's about, looking behind the scenes at people here at New Hope Church. And today we had Lauren Etheridge. Thanks, Lauren. So, Drew, we were talking in the first section of the uh, podcast there. Uh, we started talking about Sunday morning. You know, you Indeed. And there are all sorts of people. Uh, you know what? We should just give a little quick shout out to all the people who make Sunday morning happen in so many ways. All the people. You got people that work in the coffee area. Uh, you've got people who are greeters, hold the doors open for you, say hi. People who are ushers, help you find your seats. You got security people. The, the most important people, kids ministry. Kids ministry, lots of kids ministry mm. people helping out uh, teaching uh, kids in junior high, fourth and fifth grade and junior high students. And then you've got uh, the worship people like yourself. My, my fellow worship people. You've got the they're tech there. First tech one's people. in, last one's out. Sound and video people. Mm-hmm. They're also in there really early. Mm-hmm. You've got, uh, and the preachers, of course, and other people who take part in the service, but the, also just people the, being the there. pastor people. Yeah, that's right. Just, the, just everybody being there. So uh, I'm going to throw this question out for you on this podcast, and that is this. If Jesus was was here hanging out with us in 2021, hanging out at New Hope Church, and he was in charge of a church mm-hmm. service. Uh, mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you think he'd do? Mm-hmm. I think that's a good question, because... That is a great question. And I'm not saying... I don't think he would, like, despise everything we're doing, but I'm just curious as to, like, if he just... He had an hour with everybody on a Sunday morning. Um, mm-hmm. what, would he, what would he do? What would Jesus say at our church service? Yeah, what, what would he? Yeah, ju- I'm just curious as to how he would lead a church service, or what elements I, would, he, would he? What would he do? First of all, I think he'd be freaking out over like electricity because he didn't have any of that. <laughs> He'd be like, yeah. What? God, what is this? God you, has you, no clue about electricity. You brought in the sun. I made that. Don't you think that Jesus would have a hard time, like back in the day, where he where he lived, that he would have a hard time not saying stuff like, "Hey, I need to tell you guys about this electricity thing." Because he would he would know all about the future. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the interesting <laughs> dynamic. Hundred percent man, hundred percent God. Yeah, maybe he just he's like, no, you can't handle this. It'd blow your mind. <laughs> one, so seriously, one I mean, day people are gonna fly in the sky. I know. Seriously. Now, well, but what would he do? What would he do? You know, you're a worship leader, so mm-hmm. I'm just curious as to what you know your perspective here on these things. Um, okay, so you can only kind of go off scripture, right? 
So like, it's the church didn't really form until, I, I guess like the modern formations of the church didn't really happen until like second, third century or so, right? In well, terms after, of right after he ascended, liturgy, which, yeah. And well, I mean, like uh, any sort of formalized institution. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I mean, I, you look at the Book of Acts, you can see how the church actually got started, but it did seem mm-hmm. very informal, obviously, right. in homes and uh, some. Right. Some would say, well, uh, thousands of them met in Solomon's, uh, Solomon's portico in the temple, which is true, but that place was humongous, and it's not like they had PA systems. So right. you know they probably met in smaller groups, uh, right? Maybe I, at the, some I, at the same time. Yeah, I think uh, you know they they gathered and they they said they they would gather and they would pray and sing hymns or um, they would talk. A lot of it's really similar, actually, but um, it always it always ended in food. <laughs> <laughs> So we if Jesus, if Jesus was anymore. running Sunday, there'd definitely be some food involved. I think so. I honestly do. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. I remember in, I remember growing up in church in potlucks. We had those. I think Jesus would have been a big fan of potlucks. Oh, I think he invented potlucks. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah, the feeding of the 5,000. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... I think... Um, I'd say that somewhat facetiously, but I think it's there's some truth to that. No, Good? I think I think you're right because I think it the food kind of enhances the fellowship, the talking, you know, back and forth, yeah. and people getting to really know each yeah. other. It's a simple element, but I think the church was so simple, and I think Jesus probably preferred it that way because, I mean, not to put down anything that we do. But well, I, I don't know. I think of, I think there's of his... some of that's. I think that some of that is alive in our some of our traditions because we just don't necessarily eat all together as one congregation. A lot of people go out to lunch right after church and hang out with other people, Christian people, and talk and fellowship. Right. So right. I think no, Jesus Jesus yeah. maybe would hang out with us for that hour, do something else, and then, but he would hit the restaurants with us. He'd be yeah, he'd be I... at El Rancherito with us. Yeah. Hanging out. For sure. But what would he do as far as like leading the congregation? Leading the congregation. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I, I'm not so sure. It would look a lot different in the sense of you know music or, uh, you know, singing and yeah, going, he'd, he'd, getting into the word and that kind of thing. Be, but he'd think, be like, "What do you? Why does all of this music sound like you too?" <laughs> Well, it's 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 hard not to sound like you do. I'm sorry, but any you know, yeah. they are they are the foundation. But uh, the best, the edge the edge is set set the standard. But uh, no, I mean truthfully, I I'm trying to think of what he would do different. I think the one thing he the hardest I think it would be really 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 interesting to hear a sermon, obviously from the mouth of the Son of God. You know, I was thinking about this. What would Jesus say to our church? Mm-hmm. It's interesting. The reason why I'm thinking about this is because we're in this series right now, going through Revelation 7 churches. And on Palm Sunday, we're actually going to attempt to talk about what would Jesus say to New Hope, the eighth church. This next Sunday? Uh, Palm Sunday. 
So Palm the Sunday, Sunday before okay. Easter. Mm-hmm. So we're going to attempt to do that. So I think that's going to be interesting. We're going to we're going to try to get in this basically asking this question: What would Jesus say uh, to us? So part of that on worship service, but I, I can't imagine him not just speaking from his heart. Um, I think he'd have a lot of yeah. one-on-one conversations. It wouldn't be just about what he did on a stage. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm not so sure if he actually would like it, <laughs> like the stage. Yeah, I mean, I get on or, the stage. Or he might be okay with Sturkey doing it. You know what I mean? I think he'd be a lot all right with the background dancing. I think he'd be all right with that. Yeah, he might join me. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I, I think, I think he's he's very simple in his approach to religion. He just is, because. <laughs> The church wasn't a thing while he was around doing his ministry. It wasn't. So you look at what he was like and his personality, and it was, yeah, a lot of it's one-on-one, and there are crowds, but it's very informal. And mm-hmm. and he's he basically, a lot of his goal was kind of decentralize some of this religious stuff. So Yeah. And empa- he empowered people to go out and, um, you know, go out and be the church, so to speak. And he taught the word. I mean, he would go to the synagogue, read the scripture, and then explain it. Even when mm-hmm. he was twelve, remember, he was mm-hmm. a- answering, asking, and answering questions of teachers of the law in the temple. I mean, he he was passionate as a, the son of God, obviously being passionate about God's word, uh, but being able to. It'd be it'd be so awesome to hear that kind of sermon simply because you know it's the truth. I mean, it's not like you have to guess or second guess the personalities or the agendas of the person preaching, or actually, you know, guess yeah. guess if they're if they're right about what they've studied. You know, we mm-hmm. do the best we can. You know, but yeah, I'd I'd honestly love to like if if Jesus were to come to New Hope today, I'd actually really love to hear what he thinks about non-denominational Christian evangelical Christ, Christianity in America and yeah. in our church specifically because he was a practice like he was a he, he grew up a Jew in a Jewish family in a Jewish time in a Jewish town so it'd be interesting to, to hear like um his take on the Old Testament for example like um oh yeah and just kind of what or how just he the would teach American that. way of doing church how much would mm-hmm. he really like yeah, probably not a, a lot, honestly, but... Wow, it's interesting. Well, hey, it's a good thing to ponder, that's for sure. And that's what we do here on New Hope Underground. Uh, we ponder. I didn't know you were going to be so serious. The uh, the question in the last segment that we did, you are like, well, how, how would Jesus... Um, like how how would he react, or what would he do in a church service? Yeah, you he didn't t- think it t- was going to be. Serious you told me to, thing? you told me to think through that, and all I could come yeah. up with was jokes, or like funny <laughs> things. So you thought, what would be funny? If, what would Jesus do? That'd be funny. That yeah yeah that's honestly what I thought you were, you were going. Well, we were what were you going to come up with? Did you I have something? Well, I didn't. I didn't know it was going to be like an actual. Anyways, so, so sorry, I should have come. Yeah, just so the listener things. knows, I texted Drew the question ahead of time, like, "Here's what we're going to talk about on the podcast today." Yeah, but apparently he he didn't think I was going to take it seriously. 
Well, right? that's what you're saying. I, sometimes with you, and I think everyone listening would understand where I'm coming from because <laughs> they know you. Sometimes right. with you, you don't know if it's a joke. Yeah, I, I got you. I got you. So let's say, let's say we did uh-huh. take it as a joke. What would you say then? I think, okay, so we had communion today. I think Jesus would freak out over our communion. He'd, <laughs> why he'd be is that? Like, if, if you, you're, why are you eating this paper-thin styrofoam wafer? <laughs> what happened a, to the real bread? A thimble full of Welch's grape juice. Like, yeah. How does this represent? This isn't my body. I have, uh, you know, I, I, like, just, I think the, he would be freaking out. Where's like, the real bread? You Come want to on, represent I can't me even... with styrofoam? How am I supposed to break this and bless it? Exactly. Yeah, I, exactly. That's what he's saying. Yeah, I think yeah. he wants some Hawaiian rolls and he wants <laughs> some sparkling yeah. cider. He'd make comments. He, he would come in just like a, with a clipboard and just be like, okay, communion elements. Good grief. You, change you that. You know what? I bet Jesus would say, all right, let's get some of these Ryan's rolls in here with the honey butter. Oh. That better, that better represents my body. <laughs> Not the wafers. He'd be all about that. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just think he would. He, I think he'd be confused by it at least. He's like, "Hey, is there a parking spot just for me? Where's the Jesus parking spot? I don't, <laughs> I don't see it." He's got like a donkey outside. Well, I think we could we could also give the cafe workers a break that week that he comes and speaks because he can just turn the water into coffee. Oh yeah, there you go. Genius, huh? Or he might come in and turn a few tables over because they're selling snacks in there. That's true. <laughs> I think about it. Hey, what's with the donuts? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? This is a house of prayer. <laughs> you have to give away these Nutter Butters for free. <laughs> <laughs> we should give them away for free. You really should. I think so. Yeah, why not? Because no, then I, we'd, I, we'd run through I, the Nutter Butters I, and there wouldn't be any left, and that would be it. I don't, I don't think he'd turn tables, probably. <laughs> but not nowadays, anyway. But who knows? Maybe he would. I mean, he, he might do it just for fun, just like to freak people out. Just, hey, that's funny. Yeah. Actually, ah, you thought I, might, I was mad. Actually, I might do it next week. <laughs> <laughs> you, should dress, to, you should totally dress up like Jesus. Just dress like Jesus. go around throwing tables around. See what people say. I always wanted to do a video where you take somebody, dress them up like Jesus, and take them into a grocery store, mm-hmm. and uh, and do you know things like him making comments about bacon. Oh, that'd be it's good. Not, not kosher. Uh huh. Yeah, turning like water into wine. Yeah, some sort of you know freak people out. Yeah. Actually, uh, actually did a video like that, something similar where. We did, Jesus actually was checking out at the cashier's thing, and he had one can of tuna and a loaf of bread, and uh, <laughs> they scanned it, and it just kept scanning tuna after tuna after tuna after tuna after tuna, <laughs> and then bread after bread after bread after 5, bread. 5,000. Yeah. And then he walked out with one bag. <laughs> it, was, it, was just, it was just funny. I thought it was funny. Genius. Good I always want to do another. You made that. I always want to do another another video where I got ten or twenty people to dress up like Jesus and attack one store, like a angry one Jesus public mob? one public area. Not angry, just walking around. Oh, a pleasant a pleasant Jesus mob. You know, we're we're the same people. We're going to see multiple Jesuses. Right. It'd be it'd be odd to see one person dressed up, but to see more than one, even it's like you cross even odd. you. you like someone passes one and they think that's odd and then they turn the aisle and there's two more. 
Right. I think, <laughs> see, I think Jesus would, I think he'd get a kick out of that kind of stuff. I really do. I think he was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. He created our, our humor and our creativity, so... There I think you go. So. And he left pe- he left people like us in charge of things. So that's right. That's and we're in charge hysterical. of New Hope Underground. Ooh, making good everybody laugh. Hey, good thanks segue. for joining us. It's been a good show. And thanks, Drew. Hey, thank you guys. Yeah.